Welcome back, Beers Watch Podcast, episode 259. Charles number one podcast recorded in the basement, and this is probably, a, as long as the podcast has been going on, we've done a little pre-NFL episode, we've jumbled around with a bunch of people, but for the past two or three years, we've kept the same four, five, six people, so here we are again, pre-2021 NFL season, we'll talk Panthers, maybe some bold predictions, people will be wrong, people will be right, but it's just all in good fun as we cut loose, so... Without further ado, Duval, last one to arrive, first one to intro. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm glad that you have uh, stamped me as that the last one and the first one to make the damage. But uh, I'm doing good, man. Uh, looking forward to the week. It's, it's a great week ahead. I, I'm looking forward to college football and NFL football. Um, and, and congratulations on seeing 32 last week. You gave me a little grief because I said happy birthday beforehand. So <laughs> glad to see you here. Um, if you're looking for me, it's Rod versus Duvall on Twitter, just Duvall on Instagram. Yeah, I just, you know, you were saying good luck or welcome to 32, and I still had a couple days. I didn't want to jinx anything, but luckily <laughs> we made it there. We're past it. We survived that Saturday night. Appreciate you coming over and kicking it for a little bit. But, yeah, it's all good. We're here. It's now Tuesday. So, Jeeves, man, how you doing? I'm doing good. Had a good holiday. Hope everybody else did. Uh, if you're looking for me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, Jeeves1988. All right, and the two fellas with us, you heard them back. Pre-draft, post-draft. We'll start with A. Lurs. We were just talking a little bit off mic. Caleb said congrats on the engagement. I couldn't remember if we talked about it during the draft. You couldn't remember. I guess we have to go back and listen to the tapes. But congrats yeah. on that. Good to see you again. Yes, happy birthday to you as well, sir. Good thank to you, see sir. you. Thank you, thank you. Excited. So, how you been then, other than the engagement? Oh, I've been good. Things are normal. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Well, where can people find you on the socials if you want to be found? Um, Harold Shenderson on Twitter and Mania on Instagram. Perfect. Yep. That's it. That's All right. And the man seems to always be working but always making time for the pod. Caleb, man, how you doing? Good, fellas. I'm happy to be back. Uh, everything's good. Uh, excited for Panther football this year. And wait, did, didn't you get engaged too? I did in July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, okay. So, <laughs> I, I think I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. I only, I only congratulate congratulated Lore so he congratulate me back and he didn't do it. So, <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. A little foggy. A little foggy. <laughs> it's on Facebook. <laughs> I know. It just dawned on me as we were sitting there. I was like, wait a second. I know he got a dog a little bit ago, but then he also had a bigger announcement, got engaged. So congrats to that as well. Have y'all, I guess we'll jump back to Adam too, but Kayla first, have you set a date? Do you know a time? What are you thinking? Yeah, next fall, uh, October 1st, 2022. So oh, okay. Still, right there, football season? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, she's always wanted a fall wedding, and you know what they say. <laughs> Got to get on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Lurs, how about you guys? Have you said anything yet? Yeah, uh, April 23rd. Oh, so a little. No football. Yeah, a little pre-draft. You might have a little uh, quarterback <laughs> action taken right before your wedding, so. <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> All right. So, Kayla, where can you uh, be found on the socials if you want to be found? Uh, at Caleb Combs on Twitter and Instagram. All right. And for me, it is JRL Nation Twitter and Instagram, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook. And then you can find our podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, and just through it on Audible, Amazon. So, if you're 
listening through that way, we've got it there. And then, of course, all of our brewer reviews. We will have our reaction videos back with the Panthers coming up on our YouTube. They see me rolling. Check it all out. Brewer reviews, Birio Cart, reaction videos, shenanigans, all that good stuff. So subscribe, subscribe to that and just come laugh at our pain. Hopefully it's laughing at our joy coming up this Sunday. We'll dive right into it. Panthers, Jets. We, we talked a little bit after the draft of what our thoughts were. How are we feeling post-training camp, post-cuts? Uh, Lurs, I'll let you start it off. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm feeling uh, optimistic right now. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think we're all nervous about the same things we always have been, the O-line. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's my – I'm more nervous about the whole line than Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, I just am very, very confident in our defense. And that's that's the thing I'm confident in. And I think we can beat the Jets. Uh, we should. With, yeah. But I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. Yeah, you know, true. Come out right. But I like our odds. All right, Caleb. Yeah, I mean, I think – I think the word I keep coming back to is intrigued. I'm really intrigued by the roster. I'm intrigued by the coaching staff. And for the first time in a few years, you know, it feels like there's nothing to really stress about it. it I think we can, I think there's a chance that this team can make the playoffs and I'm intrigued to see what happens. And I guess what I mean by that is, you know, during the cam years, you'd be disappointed at every loss. You'd be disappointed if you don't win a Super Bowl, and then, since Cam's major injury in 2018 till now, it's been, I hope we lose every game. Yeah. And so for the, and so for the <laughs> like just for draft picks, yeah. honestly. And, and at this point, I just, I, I feel intrigued. I feel some positivity and, and I'm just really looking forward to seeing what happened with Sam. I, I agree with Lors. The, the offensive line is obviously the weak point of this team. And, um, you know, we'll see. I mean, I've been a Matt Rule guy. I believe in him, and I'm a huge fitter guy. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, I think I think we have the weapons. Obviously, we have the defense. It's all going to be determined on the line and how Sam does this year. Yeah, it's interesting you brought up fitter. There's a lot of different topics that I wanted to touch on. Fritter has been praised a lot. But I do wonder about his free agent signings. Now, Hassan Reddick seems good, but Perryman, he already burned some money there. And David Moore, he burned some money there. Now, that doesn't really affect us. we got a lot of cap space, so it hasn't. But I, I, I worry in years down the line if we are up against it, if, some, if, if that we could see a trade. Now, again, there's not a lot to go off of. But I did at least the positive of that is they're willing to cut bait when they know they've made a mistake. I wish they were one-year deals. I wish they weren't two- or three-year deals like they were and we didn't have to eat so much money. But – other than that, so far so good, I think, for Fritter. Yeah, the per- the Perryman one didn't really shock me. I think the David Moore shocked me a little bit just because of the veteran presence in the wide receiver room and the punt returning and kick returning duties. Yeah. Uh, that one really shocked me. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's free agent signings I thought were pretty solid overall, nothing earth-shattering. But I think coming in, I didn't think you could expect that in year one. Yeah. The cap room, he wanted to – to have going forward but, but yeah we're, you know i'm intrigued yeah i mean the, again as i think lurs even brought up the the offensive line is one that's going to be worrisome because we suspect. we <laughs> went and got eflin who seems to ooh, be a little suspect 
And yeah. I know Rule is trying to lean into, all right, let's trust the veteran guys when maybe we throw Christensen in and maybe the big boy from Deontay Brown from Alabama. I'm sure at some point they'll get in. But those two things could be kind of like – and, and I, Terrace Marshall looks great, but we did pass on taking an O-lineman there. And, again, it'll take a couple years till we figure it out if it's if it all shakes out because mm-hmm. that's how the NFL goes. But, you know, those, those do seem to be some of the bigger concerns – and hope, but I mean, if Christian McCaffrey can stay healthy, if that defense plays to how good we think it can be, I mean, that front seven has been, it might be the best we've seen in, in what, maybe four or five years? I mean, absolutely. First round picks and depth across the board, they should have multiple sacks, turnovers. You know, I hope the back end, the only corner we got with experience starting the first two weeks is Jackson. And he's been up and down, but Horn looks like a dog. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see see him go through adversity when teams actually target him more than just three or four snaps in the preseason. But Duval, what's well, your I, thoughts? Yeah, I, I was just going to say the only, and, and I think the defense is going to take larger, large leaps than last year. And last year they showed so many flashes. Was like, okay, this could be really, really dominant. Um, I'm interested to see how Chin transitions to safety because he made so much noise playing linebacker and I'm really I'm interested to see how the linebacking core does now that they gave the, the middle linebacking spot to um I can't think of his name Carter. right now uh, Carter yeah. so it, I'm interested to see how he does I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how Shaq does another year um I think the front four they're going to be wreaking so much havoc that I think is going to be able to – hopefully the linebackers and the corners and safeties take advantage of what they're able to do with Burns and Reddick on the outside. Um, as we all know, offensive line has always been a question. It's been, it was a question when Cam was here before Cam was hurt. Right? It was just a matter of Cam was able to outrun half the team, so he was able to get away from a lot of that shit. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited about the receiving core. I think the more um, cut – as the preseason was going, I kind of had a feeling because I was like, a lot of these guys are playing really well, and I just don't see them cutting them or trying to get these guys to the practice squad because they're not going to clear waivers because they're putting on too much on tape for another team is going to snatch them up. So um, I can see the more cutting. I, I hate that we lost a veteran presence, but, I mean, we're young. We, we've got a lot of talent, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing what we do. I think I'm kind of just – I'm very similar mentally in the same mindset as I was last year, just a little bit better, just because Cam is over a year gone now. So now it's more so, let's just see what we got. Yeah. Roll the dice. If, 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 if we make the playoffs, cool. If we go 2-16 and 16 or 15, whatever the new number is, <laughs> that's cool too. We're going to get a quarterback or whatever the hell they do. Pull in the middle, all right. But then we know, all right, so we're going to have to make some changes next year if we fall in that middle area or that same area where we were last year, because then we're, there's another year or two that we've taken away from McCaffrey. Don't get me wrong. Cause as long as the check clear, he doesn't matter. doesn't matter to him, but um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. It just, the, the more thing to me, was just more so like he was kind of just left there. And then it was like, ah, oh, now let's just get rid of him, which I get why, I'm still. I was still surprised that Shy Smith didn't get put on the the IR once he made the team when they were making all those random pickups and the the uh, the Matt Rule curse again, where he compliments Trent Cannon as the bet one of the best gunners in the league, and then he gets cut for Royce Freeman, which I'm glad yeah. we got a you know a big back, which we needed a big back, but 
Other than that, I mean, it was just it's just funny to see some of those things play out. But Adam, I know you had something before Duvall jumped in. Uh, I was just gonna say with Horn, I think I think we're lucky playing the Jets and Saints first two games. We yeah. got quarterbacks that'll hit. He might have a little wiggle room. If he gets beat once, he might be able to redeem himself with yeah. the mistake easier than you know someone more established. But I just think, I mean, I like I like all the moves too. I love. I mean, I was going to be pissed if we didn't get a new kicker. I'll tell you yeah. that much. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he's doing what he said he was going to do. And, I mean, the Royce Freeman is another one that kind of came out of nowhere but made sense because we yeah. really only had two running backs. Yeah. And ended it day, I mean, a special teams guy. Like, if McCaffrey goes down, Hubbard and Freeman, you know, serviceable. Yeah. It's for a couple games. Well, I think so. the Hubbard thing, too, is since – you know, he flashed in the preseason, but rookie running backs are, are hard to, you know, to protect, especially with the offensive yeah. line as weak as ours. So I don't know if you wanted to lean so heavily on, on, on Chuba. So at least yeah, with he, Royce, he gives you that Mike Davis type kind of like big back if you need him, if, if McCaffrey goes down, some experience. But, yeah, I mean, looking at the first, I mean, the Jets, the Saints, the Texans, the Cowboys, the Eagles, I mean – to me, really, the Saints are the most loaded. Team. The Cowboys are pretty loaded. They should be good as long as Dak's healthy and everything. But I mean, the Jets and the Texans that that should all be all yeah, winnable. all of them, all of them. I mean, the Texans, the Texans just signed Joey Sly, so you know they're tanking. I mean, it's just <laughs> that's good news. <laughs> if this team isn't three and two after five games, something's wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I really lean four and one, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Philosophy yeah. this season, I, I'd like to me, I, I like where we're headed. If we have a winning record, that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean playoffs, because it's what it'd be nine and eight. I guess is the worst winning record you could have. Yeah, and you yeah. know, it, it to me it showed good improvement from the previous year. Yeah, and then obviously, obviously next year I'd want over ten wins to playoffs. Yeah. But, I want a winning record and hope for playoffs, and I'm very hopeful. Like, personally, I think we could get 10, but obviously we don't know. Yeah. I mean, we don't know. It's not – I mean, nothing's given with our offense. But I, I do right. – feel confident. I think when you look at this year's roster compared to last year's roster and year two of a coaching staff, I think the team is way more equipped to win games than they were last year. Yeah. And, and they were in so many games last year. Yep that they lost. And that's why I think nine or 10 wins is extremely realistic. Yep. Um, and that's not even me being like, I mean, you look at what were we? Oh, and eight, one and eight and one score games last year or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And we still won five games. Um, you win half of those. You're in the playoffs last year. So, mm-hmm. so I think like I've said a million times on this podcast, I'm a rule guy and I think he'll figure it out. And I think he'll learn from his mistakes and then you add a young quarterback who I think will be able to throw the ball downfield and into the end zone a lot better than Teddy Bridgewater. And then a better defense and the added weapons. I mean, if this team isn't in wild card discussion in early November, or early December, you could see Rule on the hot seat going into year three, I think. I, I, I see. I mean, obviously he'd be on the hot seat, but didn't he sign like a seven-year deal, six years? Yeah, it's a seven-year deal. I can I promise you one thing. Tepper's not going to hesitate to pay somebody. But, but I also, I'll, I'll just counter. I'll, I'll just play counter devil's advocate. Tepper came from the Steelers. The Steelers, if you yeah. go back at that with Chuck Knoll, Chuck Knoll's first like six seasons with the Steelers, 
he was like below 500. I know this was before Tepper's time, but he never really, but he made progress. And sometimes it was, so I can still see, I, I will agree with you, it probably would be a little warm. But with a seven year deal, that to me gives like, okay, you've at least, this will be your third. And now if Darnold goes out and stinks it up or gets hurt and can't stay consistent, that's where I think this offseason, after they've made this offense, where literally you can just pluck a quarterback. They, I mean, they tried to get Stafford. Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. Barring them being in the top two picks, and there's a guy that impresses, I, I think Sam Howell's just a, a poor man's Will Greer or a rich man's yep. Will Greer right now from what I saw in the big time. But I wouldn't want him at one. Hey, I wouldn't. I'm a Carolina fan, and I wouldn't go get Sam Howell. Yeah, but we can save that for we can save that for April, right around Adam's wedding time. But you know, depending on that, I think they could. That was when I think Tepper reaches in a little bit and says, "All right, we got to go get somebody." I don't disagree with you. I, I don't think he'd be fired or anything like that after year three. I just think this town would turn on him with the turnover yeah. at quarterback and the quarterback evaluation obviously yeah. is a very sensitive thing in this yes. town. And to have from go from Cam to Teddy to Sam and then to cut bait after one year. Oh, yeah. Sam, I, I, I what I mean by hot seat, I just think you're not going to have a lot of Matt Rule fans in yes. this town. And, and I totally agree. I think at that point, Tepper and Fitter and Rule go all in on a quarterback, whether that be Aaron Rodgers or move up in the draft or whatever. Yeah. But, but I just think he needs to be very careful. I think the Sam Darnold moves is a big, big investment in the fan base in terms of it has to work for Rule or a lot of people are going to turn on him. Yeah, it's got to be one of those where, like you said, he's got to make improvement. And they've, besides piecing the offensive line, if Joe Brady can scheme it up right and get McCaffrey the ball and – and Sam Darnold doesn't do those random like he did against the Steelers, getting sacked and then trying to throw it away. And luckily they didn't call intentional ground. And luckily it wasn't a fumble. He's got to eat it or throw yeah. it away sooner. But I do yeah. like the zip on the ball. The ball comes yeah. out fast and it's got juice on it. So that's a lot better than yeah. Teddy. But I'm hoping – I know Caleb's got a lot of, of criticisms for Joe Brady. That seems to be your number one – of you know growth, that's where I want to see. Like you talked about coaching staff growth, it seems like rules gotten some of that during the preseason. It seemed like he'd, he'd like take seven steps forward and then like two and a half steps back and something. You're like, wait a second. I mean, I, I didn't like the whole kicker thing to where it was like, why not just have a guy in camp they should have had through the whole time? Like I understand they had a guy and they cut a guy, and then of course Joey Sly's gonna miss all the kicks. Like he did, he had no competition, and then when they brought competition, he was shanking them left and right. So hopefully he learned from some of that. But you know, I hope Brady isn't running fullback dives with a converted tight end on fourth and one anymore. Yeah, and I, go ahead, go ahead, Lars. I was just gonna say, I, I mean, I agree. I've, I mean, if anyone deserves criticism, to me up to this point, and I mean, obviously the situation for new coaches coming into last year was not good yeah so i mean i think they all and this is not like oh joe brady witch hunt yeah. but <laughs> if anyone deserves criticism it's him though in my opinion because he's supposed to be a godsend you yeah. know this hot young guy and quite frankly started off decent and it tailed off quick so mm-hmm. and in this preseason for the most part not a lot of confidence that it would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, you're not running anything, yeah. so take it with a grain of salt. But I mean, that third game we did look good finally. Yeah. After that, 
second drive where we looked horrible. And yeah. It was really scary. Yeah, like you said, just those old woes came up, and we know, like, you don't want to overact with preseason, but it was like, just score a touchdown, score a touchdown. Like, yeah. and I get it, the whole, like, oh, we just wanted to line up on fourth down and run Chuba up the middle, then he gets stopped and whatever. But, man, I just, you don't want that to start creeping up. And, again, they could go out and have five touchdowns in week one, and then we're all like, yeah. oh, okay, it's Absolutely. great, it's great. And But, again, that's how, that's why everybody is so in love with the NFL, because you, you truly don't really know all the time. But I think there are going to be some big game situations where, you know, the getting the communication in as they had trouble last year, the practice of, oh, we didn't practice two-minute drills. And I know they showed plenty of two-minute drill practice all over their social media this offseason to show, hey, no, 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 we're doing that. But then when Will Greer, I don't, maybe that was his worst, he shouldn't have called out the coach when he said they didn't practice uh, whatever it was at the, the final, the Colts game or whatever it was, he, he called the coaching staff out. That might have been the final sword in his back on that one, but... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do to improve on that. Yeah, yeah I just, I just, yeah, go, go ahead. My bad. No, no, you go ahead. I was just gonna say that I, I just wanted to see constant improvement from from year from last year to this year. I mean, you've got a full off season. I mean, we still got the pandemic going on, but you've got a little bit more uh, ability for for players to be there, all this accessibility, all those types of things. So. Um, I'm really interested just to see how Sunday goes. I'm not going to put off. I think we're going to win. Um, but, again, you really don't know because, I mean, the Jets got a brand-new quarterback. All we got on him is a tape from when he was at BYU. So, um, I think the pressure definitely will be on rule just based off of this year. Um, and and kind of like how Caleb said, if for some reason Donald stinks the shit up, then everybody's going to say, okay, now you're going to roll and, and get rid of him after a year. When last year, when it came draft time, you passed on Justin Fields. If Justin Fields is making a lot of noise in Chicago, then it's like, okay, so what's really going on? Yeah. Not not only Justin Fields, they packed on they passed on Mac Jones, who they exactly. had, they, who they had at the Senior Bowl. They passed up on moving up to number three for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. They completely threw away quarterback as an option once they evaluated them and didn't want anything past number two. Yeah. And, and if any of these quarterbacks after number two develop into a better player than Sam Darnold, it'll be looked upon on this coaching staff. Well, but that depends, though. Yeah. I think J.C. Horn is good. That has to count for something. And then no, if we go and get the bet, who cares, right? Either yeah. way. I think that's – yeah, that's the key there is – What's your next move? Yeah. Now, here's the key there is, like, look at, like, when the Broncos took Von Miller after Cam, right? And they passed on a couple other players, a quarterback per se, but then they went and got Peyton Manning in free agency. Now, that they couldn't have seen that coming, but they were able to build the team. That's why I think it could to Adam's thing if he does be turned all-pro. But if, if Fields goes out and wins three Super Bowls or two Super Bowls and J.C. Horn's an all-pro and you're still churning to find a quarterback – that then just can come to the, okay, it's it's great to have J.C. Horn and a shutdown, but, man, we still can't find a quarterback, and that's where it'll end up biting in the ass. Or even Mac Jones does it, or Trey Lance, or whatever. But, yeah, that mm-hmm. that they'll be followed together, linked together with this coaching staff for, and this, you know, uh, GM staff for a long time. So, hey, And I don't disagree with the move. I, I think it's a, it's a smart move. And Sam Darnold's younger than Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, and I'll yeah. keep beating that drum, you know. He mm-hmm. can be a completely different guy with – in a new scenario. So uh, I don't disagree with the whole, Hey, you get two for the price of one when you have JC and Sam. Yeah. But, you know, going back to the jets game, it should be with this defense and Phil snow seems to know how to call a defense 
was worried about him being a lifer of a college, but hopefully he can throw some mixed schemes up for this rookie and Zach Wilson, and we can get some, you know, make his head spin in, in a way of throwing some picks and, and taking it. Because if he goes out there and dices and throws for four or five touches, then it's really going to be like, oh, Lord, what what is going on here? Like, <laughs> I, understand, I understand we don't have tape, but we can't let that happen. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's funny is this time last year, I think we all were so excited about Joe Grady and we're kind of questioning Phil Snow, like what he even does. <laughs> and it's funny going into this year, I mean, I don't think anyone's really questioning Phil Snow right now. Nope. I mean, what he showed the last half of the season with the players on that defense, uh, I mean, I was very, I'm very excited about him, and which is weird because I, I mean, kind of don't know much about him. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> He, he sometimes drops Brian Burns in coverage too much for my joy because I'd rather just see that man go after the ball. But again, yeah. I get it. You got to call different things to keep the deep the offense well, on his toes. Want, you know, Burns wants to do get some. That's true. You know, he's that. so athletic. He, he, yeah, he's a pepper spray with Matt a little. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the chin thing though. I'm that was a good point. I forgot who said that, but chin. I'm very interested to see what if he's going to be better at safety than linebacker. That that. It doesn't worry me at all. I think he'll be fine as safety, but I want him to be the best chin possible. Well, so I hope that's that safety. And I, the other thing I worry about that transition is, is if Carter or Thompson go down, chin's back in the linebacker room because yeah. the well, depth, the depth at linebacker is uh, is nine. bad. That's my biggest fear is linebacker. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, my biggest fear on the right. defensive side of the ball is linebacker. I, I was trying to sign KJ Wright or something. Yeah, I was too. I mean, Caleb brought that up. We've been talking about it off mic for like, hey, this. I mean, he then he signed with the Raiders or whoever it was. But I mean, if Carter or Thompson go down, you're looking at an undrafted guy and that Clay Johnson kid who didn't look great. I guess Rules just got, loves that kid from the Baylor days, and his dad's on the training staff or whatever. And then a couple special teamers, and other than that, it's like, who it could get sparse in there. Maybe they're counting on maybe they're going to play Chin more at linebacker than they're letting on right now, depending on week to week who their opponent smart. is. Smart. I mean, yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. I mean, when you get you get Boye back too, yeah. you can run more nickel, you know. So, I mean, you can definitely scheme around the lack of depth, but it's not ideal. Yeah, not, no. Not. And it, <laughs> it is a wild stat, though. They haven't drafted. After you go from Luke Keekley and Cam to then not really investing in the linebacker spot after all, at all when Keekley goes. And then Cam, we're taking the game. Like, we went with Bridgewater. That was a big fail. And then the Sam Darnold's another roll of the dice. Like you said, we went from two stalwarts who were pretty reliable for a while to now being like, okay, you know, like, we'll figure it out. <laughs> linebacker, I mean, isn't it, it's, it's probably not the most important position as it used to be, too, so – I think that has to come into play. And as a Panther fan, I've only ever known great linebacker yeah. players. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, John Beeson. Yeah. I mean, it just never stopped, and now it's gone. That is weird. That is very – it's it's strange because, like you said, we, growing up we, we saw the tail end at, at our age of Sam Mills – and then you know Sam Mills, Lamar Latham, Kevin Green, and then and then the, the couple couple years Dan Morgan. I mean, and then it jumped to Beeson, and then like you said, Thomas yeah. Davis, and and then Keekley, and then Shaq Thompson. Shaq Thompson is still trying to figure out. I don't think he's ever going to get to that great status, but still, they spent a first round pick on the guy. No, it's this year. He's yeah. got to do something this yes. year. It's got a cup date. I like Carter. 
Carter, though. Carter could be a, I mean, I like Carter. He does seem sneaky good. Like, he his, his just overall attitude seems like he's ready to go. He's a smaller dude, but I think, to me, it was just cool to see a guy get snatched the opportunity up. Like, he didn't, yeah. he wasn't too big for it. Perryman went down. And then he was able to just say, you know what, I'm going to take this job. And to be able to do that, I thought that was pretty cool to see. You know, I, it's just – I was just so – I shouldn't have been surprised at Perryman getting hurt like he did because, dang, he did it all with the Chargers. And that man – And, and yeah. he didn't get the shot, so – Yeah, he didn't get the shot. And he sped, got popped as we've all gone to training camp. You got to know where the cops are, my guy. Right? And he popped yeah. coming all the way down going 97. So, it just started off bad. should have been an omen right then and there. Right. You know what's uh, what's weird is I, we just talked about how strong the Panthers linebacker core has always been, and it always seems like th- that's kind of made up for how weak our secondary is. And now it feels like our secondary is becoming a strength of this team. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. that can mask some of the linebacking deficiencies we're going to have. Yeah. It and is. our our D line though too. I mean. Big now. I mean, we got Brown yes. and Daquan Jones. I, I think Daquan Jones is a little under, but I think that's going to be a good signing for us. Yeah. We chose him over some other vet D tackles like a Geno Atkins or a Short. I think Daquan Jones is legit. Yeah. Like, he's going to be a solid guy. Like, we might not hear his name too much, but it probably won't be a bad thing, you know? Yeah. Well, it leaves, open, it leaves open the space for Derek Brown to hopefully yeah. – Get wreck more havoc, right? You got you know two of those guys down there, but I mean that's that's the counter, like you said, Caleb. When you got a a killer defensive line and a front and a, at least rushing edges and big guys in there, hopefully it, it helps that back end where you don't have to have elite elite talent. But I mean a second round pick in Jackson, a top ten pick in Horn, a uh, uh, Chin who like I said was all rookie at linebacker, but now he's going back to his natural position, safety. And then Burris just is a guy that's a veteran that's not going to make too many mistakes. He should just be where he's supposed to be. So, yeah. Well, and, he, I mean, and that D-line, I mean, if you have Brown and Jones in the middle and Burns and Hassan Reddick on the outside, who are you doubling? Yeah. Who are you leaving solo in those in that group? Because somebody's yeah. getting home. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's – Well, it's deep. Of, I mean, ten. They kept like ten dudes from D line and D N. I mean, Marquise Haynes. They kept all the defensive tackles they drafted. I mean, yeah. it, it and then was, they just traded for a guy. The Bills, a young up and coming kid. Yeah. So I liked yeah. him too. So man, T. Yeah. Oh yeah, Duvall. You getting his jersey? Uh, he he got to be here a little bit longer than twelve games, sixteen days. No, I'm gonna be a little longer than that. I think that. Burns, man, I'm looking for him to become a star. Yes. star. Yeah. I really think, and I mean, that's you look at all the teams that win. I mean, they have someone who can rush the passer like that. So, I mean, the Bucks, the Bucks just did it by getting in Patrick Mahomes' grill all yep. the time in that Super Bowl. And like I said, they it it's really eerie how this team is being built is similar to that Bucks, where the Bucks just spent top picks on those skill guys. But now they went out and then took some risk on some veterans, the, the Gronkowski, the Antonio Browns, the Leonard Fournettes or whatever, and then they just plucked Brady in there. And it was like, go eat with the Suze, Vita Vey, uh, Shaquille so Barrett. Look the quarterback, too. So if you get in – and we locked up Robbie, I think, for that, that reason. So we yes. can say, listen, we got all these guys for the oh, next three. The skill set – I mean, that's the most skill set from Robbie to DJ to Terrace – to, yeah. I mean, the Don't tight ends. That, and Arnold. 
That's I what mean, I'm saying. And Arnold's. Yeah, I have Well, they've got a mix of tight ends where if, if all the tight ends were like meshed into one, it'd be the perfect tight end. So I like that each each guy can bring different things to the table and remix it. And then, of course, McCaffrey, who can do a little bit of everything. So, again, it's all there for Darnold, but hopefully Joe Brady can scheme it up where Darnold doesn't have to hold the ball more than three seconds because after that, I don't know how much that line, I mean – Cam Irving. It, it ain't going to hold up that much longer. Yeah, yeah. I think another question well, is uh, how long until uh, we got Christensen playing right tackle and uh, Moden playing left? I, I'm know? shocked it's not right now. It's. I think it – I mean, it just – An injury's got to happen. I think it's bound to – I think it's bound to happen it, after one bad game by Irving. I don't think you – it just shocks me that they take one of the three best right tackles in the game, pay him a ton of money – and then practice him half the time on the left side in training camp without some kind of idea or plan that that's going to happen at some point. You know, like, and it, it worries me because that's going to open up the right side where you feel pretty safe right now moving a guy like Moten over. But, I mean, obviously, Rule and them are planning to do it at some point. Otherwise, you wouldn't be practicing over I, half the snaps. I also think it was the ultimate heist. Like they paid him right tackle money, yeah. and then and they're then gonna then they're gonna throw him to the left yeah, tackle yeah, side and be like, "Sorry, yeah. bitch! Like you already you're gonna go out there. We're gonna use we're gonna use your your yeah. niceness and your integrity against you, and we're just gonna throw you out there because you want to play no matter what and help the team the best way." I thought that was the ultimate. Like, hey, you know, let's pull a fast one on you, but. That's how you win a Super Bowl. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, but <laughs> I, I think I think it'll be more so a. An injury because Cam Irving has missed games every single since he the Browns drafted him in the first round, and I think it'll be yeah. if Irving because if Irving goes down, they'll try the Trent Scott experiment, and then if that's the one where if it's a bad game and he's got false starts left and right or he gets hurt, I could see them yanking Moten, flipping him over there, putting Christensen. Uh, but then what worries me is just he's also Christensen's also the backup guard, and if if F line stinks it up or. Whoever else is, you know, Dennis Daly hasn't been able to stay healthy at all either. So they're really, you know, and Deontay Brown will get in there. So the depth there and just is overall is concerning too. I will say I think that they're planning to do a lot of blocking from tight ends. They kept five of them. Yeah. I, oh. <laughs> I think they're going to try to scheme a lot of extra blocking help. And all this offensive line has to do is, like, be mediocre. Yeah. Like, just be, like, the 12 to 17 range. That's all you have to do, and, and this offense is going to explode. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not the guys that can get open on their own. Yeah, every yeah. position. Yeah, every position. So I mean, it's not, it makes sense. It's not like you have Funches and freaking Kelvin Benjamin running right now. Haley Clay. <laughs> oh God. Philly Brown. Philly yeah. Brown. That's a name there. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Brent Burson. Yeah. Uh, still, still cutting Jerry Richardson's grass on the low. Getting paid well to do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I win the shirt off. So who do we think? Who do we think wins? Or, or they, they said Chuba's going to be the the kick returner. Who do we think is going to line up punt returner and first punt? Zilstra. Zilstra, yeah. Because he'll catch it and not drop it and just call a fair catch yep. and don't uh, don't yeah. f it up. I mean, I think yeah. Right now, as long as we got a guy who can catch it. Yeah. Fair, fair, yeah. fair catch everything and just run back to the sideline. Right. Don't let, don't let fucking DJ do it, though. I tell you that. I heard him say something about DJ 
to do it and keep begging the coach to let him do it. Yeah, no. Only only if it's like December and we're in a playoff race. Kind of like That's, a Smith yeah. 05 thing. Yeah. After, after, uh, after Christmas, go yeah. for it. Yeah. I wouldn't I be surprised because they've got the new rules where you could elevate what like two guys on the practice squad to the active roster no matter what. That guy they picked up from the Bengals, Erickson or whatever, who was actually uh, yeah. he was actually better than Pharaoh Cooper was last year at punt returning and averaging. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a little tryout these first two weeks being on the practice squad or whatever. And and I saw that they uh, they protected him. I guess that means that nobody can poach him off the practice squad. Yeah. I think four guys and. They protected him, so obviously they want to use. And then him. I, I think Shaw Smith's the guy. Then once he's healthy, right? Like that's. Yeah. But it was really weird. They they made it seem like he was going to go on IR with like a broken collarbone. Then he made the roster. Then I kept thinking he was going to get put on IR because they can remove him after three weeks. And now he's still sitting there. So I don't know if they're just going. Well, he's going to be inactive anyway. So why not? You got to you know put what six to eight guys that are on the inactive list regardless. But. Yeah, I don't know. It should be interesting, but yeah. he was having a killer preseason too. I hate that that injury happened. Yeah, I mean, all the rookies kind of. I mean, they all look good in the preseason. They, yeah, they even look- even they stat the old stat the old fake injury stash with the long snapper, huh? Oh yeah, I, I, I jacked my hip up. Show up and practice with a red jersey on, and yeah, yeah. Gonna run a fast script. Yeah, we knew that was coming. Yeah. As soon as I, I, I was afraid they were going to try to put him on the practice squad, and he'd be taken pretty quick. I have a feeling they tried to trade either Jansen or him. He supposedly he got bowled over in one of the preseason games, and that's where he hurt his hip. But he kept playing, and then after they couldn't trade Jansen, it was like you know what, you're kind of hurt. You cool with still collecting a four hundred thirty-five thousand dollar check for the year? Look, Jansen's on a one-year deal. We'll let him ride off into the sunset after this year. It'll give you a year to sit back. It's like a redshirt year, and I'm sure he's like, sure, why not? I'll take my money. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he wasn't ready. He's not strong enough. Yes. So they're going to give him a year to lift weights. Yes. And then Jansen, I mean, because Jansen's good. Bottom line, the best player should make the team. Agreed. They did. You know what I mean? Happy with it. And it wouldn't shock me if Jansen just retires after this year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he'll get, you know, or, well, they've already put that guy on IR. I was thinking it'd be one of those wild things if the team does start stinking and then a playoff team guy gets hurt and you can scrape a sixth or fifth out of somebody looking for one. But I think now that that guy's on IR, I don't know if you want to roll the dice with another guy or whatever, but who knows. I don't know. Fritter's made some wild moves as is, but. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I'm I'm intrigued. I'm very intrigued. I like like. What we've been doing. I will agree. I know what Caleb was saying earlier about how the hope is back. I know what we felt very down last year in a way of like we knew it wasn't going to be good. This way, there's a lot of unknowns. Like we could be good. I don't think there's a Super Bowl in the end of it, but it could. It should be more exciting. We at least we know. Like I said, we have a quarterback that we know has some juice that can throw the ball seventy yards if need be. And the defense to me should be back to what we're used to seeing: creating turnovers, running around, hitting people. And all that good stuff. So I do feel good. I'm not necessarily rooting for losses in Trevor Lawrence like we were last year at the beginning and middle, and then at the end it was over. But you know, at least we'll see how it shakes out. And I'll be rooting for W's as long as it can, you know, benefit. Winning's always more fun. It feels good yeah. not to be complacent again. Yes. Like last year I just didn't care. Yeah. Oh, 
I cared mm-hmm. when they, I was mad when they won. Yeah. Which isn't <laughs> <good>. <laughs> so it's like, it feels good to just finally, I, again, I think you nailed it. I don't have hope that we're going to win a Super Bowl, but I, I have hope that we could be in playoff contention come November, December. So Yeah. Like you said, the direction seems to be there. The right thoughts and processes seem to be there. There's still some mistakes, i.e. some of the free agent signings. But again, I like that they're not afraid to admit their mistake. Like the old regime, I would have felt like Perryman would have hung around for another three or four weeks. He would have played, then he would have got hurt, been out for the season. This way they cut bait, get what they can. Same thing with David Moore. I get the, like you said, veteran presence. You know what? Let's give a younger guy a shot and let's roll with it and not let this guy mellow around and just be there and just be a punt returner when we can get somebody a little more dynamic possibly in that in that slot. I understand the free agent mistakes, but I'll tell you what really excites me and is really a good signal for the future is the amount of draft picks from the past two years that are on the roster Yeah, and that are contributing. And that's something that this team usually doesn't have. Yeah. I mean, you look at Herney's 19 draft, you know, there's what one on the roster and two, Burns, two. two on the roster. Bur- Burns and Daly, yeah. Daly. So, so I think that that's more of a sign than even the free agents. Free agents, yeah, I get the dead money sucks a million here, and but yeah, we have, yeah, we have the second youngest roster in the NFL and the most cap space in the NFL. Lot of We cannot be in a better spot, to be honest. If you so you mean Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers trade next year is what that means? If Sam Darnold doesn't win eight or nine games, I can see that. <laughs> I'm with it. If it sucks, though, we'd have Deshaun, man. If I swear to God, I think we'd have Deshaun if all well, that. They would have given up the farm. They would have yeah. given up the farm. Yeah. 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 I mean, they, we'd have, but. If, we may not have Burns anymore, but we would have Deshaun. Yeah. Well, that would have, yeah. But, we wouldn't well, have Horn either because we'd have had to give up that first round. Yeah. Pick too. <laughs> Well, definitely, but I'd have took that. But hey, now you know, hey. So no other problem. other than the pan, other than the <laughs> no Panther problem. Panthers scenarios, is there anything else this season you guys would be looking forward to? Uh, I, I would say for me, I'm interested to see how Tampa Bay bounces back from winning a Super Bowl. I mean, they they of course they had a little bit of hype just because they had Brady. They were interested to see what Brady was going to do in Tampa Bay, but now. Everybody's going to get their best shot. I'm hoping the Panthers give them their best shot, too. Um, I'm interested to see how the Chiefs do because, I mean, they won a Super Bowl, then they got obliterated in the Super Bowl last year. So how do they bounce back? Um, Do teams actually finally catch up to Kansas City and figure out? I mean, obviously, the Tampa Bay gave the blueprint, but are other teams in the AFC and the NFC going to really do some damage to them? Um, I think also I'm interested to see how – how Buffalo does, because, you know, they're like the Panthers of the North. So um, I'd like to see how McDermott does. Uh, I hope they I, – I do wish them the best. Uh trying to think of another team that I'm really interested to see. Uh, really, New Orleans, outside of Drew Brees, I mean – yeah, we've known I, Drew Brees. Yeah, we've known Drew Brees there for what, like fifteen years. So yeah, yeah, we've known them for so long. So it's just interesting to see how they do. Um, and then also Atlanta without Julio Jones. I mean, they. I mean, he pretty much. Yes, yes. So he did so much for them. I mean, we gave us three hundred yards easy against us. So, uh, you know, it, it's a lot to see because there's so much change over the year. This past off season. Uh, so, those are a few things I'm, I'm interested to see. I'm really interested to see how Tampa Bay bounces back and how Kansas City does. Just 
coming off the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo actually having expectations now, I think, is a big one because Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all fun and games when no one really knows what to expect. But now that you've got the expectations and now that the division is there, like you're going, okay, a rookie quarterback in Mac Jones, he could be good. But Patriots loaded up on offense and defense. Dolphins Mm -hmm. with Tua, still kind of an unknown. Like, they've got to go out there and take it. But, you know, expectations there is a lot more pressure. But, yeah, no, it – the NFC South is in like a weird makeover, except for the Bucks. They kept all 22 starters. First time a team's done that since like the 60s or whatever it was, and that team made it back to like the AFC Championship game when they kept all starters. But then you've got the Falcons, who are like still Matt Ryan's team, but also with a bunch of other guys who are like, okay. And then, yeah, the Saints, or Ingram's team, and Michael Thomas, I guess, just got paid and said, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah. you got us who have gone through three quarterbacks in three years. So yeah. It's right for the it's right for Caleb's second favorite team, the Bucks, to take it back to the Super Bowl again. Uh yeah. I'm interested in to see with all the all the rookie quarterbacks on how they do. Yeah. I mean, how Wait, long is right? it gonna take Chicago to put fields in? How long is it gonna take uh, San Francisco to put Trey Lance in, and just to see how they adapt to the fast pace of the of the NFL, and to see which one can do do the best. I got you know? my fantasy it's, stock in I mean, Trevor it's Lawrence. A good stack quarterback class. I mean, it yeah. was, but that's what I'm interested to I, see. I've rolled the dice with Trevor Lawrence as my fantasy QB. We're gonna see if he he can produce. I figured they're gonna be down a lot. Throw the rock. <laughs> Not bad, dude. Not bad. No, that's, I mean, that ain't bad. That wasn't a bad pick when you picked him. <laughs> Caleb, you got any bold predictions you would like to get off your chest this year? Oh, uh, after last year, I don't know if I should be allowed you know, to do this. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's bold or not, but I don't think Tampa wins it again. Okay. Um, oh, save the clip. Mark it down now. I mean, he said Tampa's not making the playoffs. Yeah. I heard it here first. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock, it wouldn't shock me, to be honest, but uh, we won't get into that. I have learned uh, I, I'm no longer betting against Tom Brady. He's made some wheel deal with the devil. I don't know when his yep. soul will be collected, but yep. as of right now, he is out there dicing it up, and it's just like I watched a little bit on like the NFL Network rerun of the, the Bucks versus the Texans, and I know the Texans are going to stink like – Put all your money on them getting the one pick. But it looked like Brady was 27, not 44. It's unreal how he's still moving and throwing the ball. It's, it's crazy. I, I mean, I know eventually his arm's going to fall off and whatever, but it's – I don't know. I, I'm a Brady fan. I'm not somebody that actively pulls against him like, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy watching him play. I never pulled against the Patriots or anything like that. But it's time, man. It is time for him to fall off the cliff. It's just physically impossible. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even because he's in the NFC South now. I'm saying that it's just, it's just like it's got to be time. There's what, just no way this can keep happening. Uh, what's funny is you look at all the quarterbacks he's about to knock out. Because look, Ben Roethlisberger's about to be done. Yeah. Matt Ryan's done. He knocked out Drew Brees. I mean, yeah. shit, he knocked out Cam Newton. Yeah. I mean, yeah. done. Like, yeah. think all these guys like. I mean, and you, you, we talked a little bit ago about a, a veteran coming yep. to Carolina. Um, why wouldn't you want to come to the NFC South, especially if this roster's in pretty good form in next offseason? Yeah. So 
New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. Tampa's got a retiring quarterback, or at least he's got has to soon. You know, Atlanta's got an old quarterback. It's ripe for the picking. I don't know why you wouldn't want to come. To and we have a defense. That's our advantage now. Like I think our yeah. defense is better than New Orleans, and I, I mean, I think it's better than Atlanta. I don't well, think I, I'm just I'm glad Matt Stafford decided not to come because I would not have wanted the eighth pick for him, and I'm glad he didn't want to be here. So I appreciate him videoing that trade, but it's. I wouldn't have mind. Ah, uh, no, nah, no. Nah. We'll let he'll be hurt. He'll have a broken thumb by week three, split wide open, <laughs> dislocated ankle cap, something. I'm fine with that. I don't have any stuff. All right. I, I'll, I'll throw out a bold prediction. All right. I think Matt Stafford wins MVP this year. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> I like it. I like it. That's it. I like that. That's good. There's your bold one. Mark that down. All right. Wow. Yeah. That was. I mean, uh, in that offense, if he stays healthy, it's going to be ridiculous. That's a big IF. I don't know. I, I agree. Yeah. He had. So who wins defense? Okay, so who wins defensive player of the year? And you can't say Aaron Donald. Burns, baby. <laughs> now that's a that's a big bold right there. And I'll, I'll throw that one down. Fuck it. You gonna go Brian Burns? Probably Chase Young though. But. Yeah, Chase Young's up there. AC Warren, baby. I'll say Miles Garrett. I'll say TJ Watt. TJ Watt. I was going to go TJ Watt. He's holding out. It is wild to see someone from the Steelers. Well, I guess Le'Veon held out and Antonio Brown had his thing, but man. He's a defensive player. Not too many defensive players hold out. Yeah. I saw saw a report today. Also, there's not on. I saw a report today that uh, TJ would be signed before week one. I hope not. But. They, they got a few days left. So right? <laughs> I, I got tomorrow. That's it. <laughs> I, I like the Bills. I like Tennessee. And then obviously KC. I just think, I don't know. I think this is, I think, I kind of think it's the Bills year to take it. If they don't, I don't, I don't know how they could get much better and be able to pass Kansas City. They're, they're officially in cap hell after that. I'm kind of think with Tennessee too. Yeah. Both of them, like both of them is kind of, yeah. it's their time. So if they don't do it, I don't know. Well, I I really thought Buffalo had the chance with Mahomes hurting his foot this past year, and then all of a sudden they went up and he came back. And like you said, you hate you wonder if Buffalo fans are like, man, are we going to go through this again where we just got to get edged out by Mahomes for the next six to seven years when your teams are really good but you lose in the divisional round or whatever? I mean, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I, you know, Cleveland – Weirdly enough, should be should be good with Baker playing. I mean, he didn't play terrible down the stretch, so. I mean, I'd say they're the favorite. The NFC, the NFC has been stacked with so many great quarterbacks for so many years that the AFC has finally built up such a good young core from drafting so early that the AFC is so incredibly stacked at the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, Chargers don't forget about Herbert too. Oh yeah. And, and you can't forget about Baltimore because Lamar Jackson still can, yep. still makes some noise up in Baltimore. I think he has like eight of the best eleven quarterbacks. It's it's insane right now. Does do the Seahawks go backward or forward? I think they tread same same as always tread. Seahawks. I don't they go, you know, they go, they go yeah, backwards. I, I, I don't like what they've done. I don't personally. I don't think the Jamal Adams move was a smart one. Looking back at it, 
No, not offering two ones. That was <laughs> ah, that's tough. I, I think they're the third or fourth best team in that division too. I mean, it, they all, it, that. them or Arizona. Arizona's still really pretty decent. I mean, yeah, I, yeah Arizona. Yeah, they kind of forget about them. But they here's the I think this is uh this is Cliff Kingsbury's. You talk about hot seats earlier with Rule. Yeah. Like if yeah, if yeah. if they if Arizona ha- finds a way, they start hot again and then fumble the bag down the stretch and miss the playoffs or go get blown out 40-something, 30-something to 7 in the first round, I think you could see them going, okay, look, here's that window with Kyler still on that rookie deal. Why are we not maximizing the potential? And it's and then another, if Hassan Reddick goes out there and has a double-digit sack, impactful player, it's like, why do we let him walk again? Why? I mean, I know they got they went and got T.J. Watt, but then they're also not they're not paying Chandler Jones. So it is one of those weird scenarios with right. the Cardinals talking about treading and saying the same thing. They've kind of just been treading like yeah. they stunk, but then it's just like, oh, why why is Kyler not getting any better? Oh, it's not just him. Home. Yes, exactly. But, but it's just weird about it's weird about some of the moves that they did because, like I said, they let Reddit go. But then they drafted Simmons last year, so I guess they went with that. Then they drafted the linebacker again this year. <laughs> so now you're looking at, okay, so now you're looking at the offensive side of the ball. I can't remember who their running back is, but you've got DeAndre Hopkins, you've got uh, Christian Kirk, and I think they've got another decent receiver too. So there's – A.J. Green. There on, exactly, A.J. Green now. So you, the pieces are there on offense. I mean, and defensively, they got rid of Patrick Peterson because of some other corner was out playing them, and they got Buda Baker at safety. So I mean, it's, it's the talent is there. It's just they got to put it together, and the coaches got to come together. Yeah. So. So other than what are the Texans and the Falcons in the in the race for the one pick? Um, I mean, I still the think the Jags will be there. Jags, yeah. <laughs> Jags, and the Jets will both you know be around there still. I don't think anybody's going to beat the Texans for it though. No, no, that team's bad. Someone will try. Someone will always try. Who knows? Maybe Cincy, you know, Burrow. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how they do it. Did you guys see the report or the computer simulations yeah. through ESPN? That yeah, it was us. Yeah, we got the number one pick. Yeah. I'll put a bold prediction that we do you not have the worst record in the No, other. but did you did you see it had us starting at four and one and then finishing at five and five? Four? Yeah, yeah. I don't like I said. I don't. Barring going what zero and seventeen, one and sixteen, and utter disaster, which I don't see happening. I don't know if Rule is like he'll be on the hot seat, but I don't think he gets fired. No, yeah. not you know, like a fan, uh, not real hot seat. He'll yes. be on fan hot seat. Yes. Like, Honeymoon's over. Like if he goes zero and seventeen, it's very hard to keep your job after that. Hugh Jackson somehow did. But everybody else who's ever gone over, I don't see us going over. There's too much talent, and the coaching staff is too talented to do that. Like, hey, I tell you right now, we go over, we're having some problems. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. if they were able to win with P.J. Walker at quarterback and throwing three picks in the red zone last yeah. year and still shutting the Lions out, like there's I mean, there's a way they'll find a way to win. Over is not a possible. is not a possibility because I guarantee we beat the Jets. If we okay. I said earlier I was going to be calm uh, this year, uh, but if we, be, if we lose to the Jets, I will not be calm. I will not be calm. I mean, we'll all be pissed. Yeah, if the Jets – I would be more pissed off if it the Thursday night game against the Texans. 
Yeah, that one too. Because yeah. that that to me, like besides them having like six running backs, Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, David Johnson. I mean, it's Tyrod Taylor in. I, I mean, just scrubs. I'm another wide receiver. That's what I mean. Like so that they signed Danny Amendola today. The Texans signed. They really? They signed Danny Amendola. Yeah. They oh. Wow. That's the that's the one Caleb will I, I would be highly upset because that's the one where it's like there's no way. And every time I see a soundbite from their coach, I just start laughing. That guy can't be a real NFL. <laughs> I just I just hate how they're using him as like the sacrificial lamb, man. Like no one wanted that job, and he's like, all right, let's just I'll, I'll just take one for the team, and he's about to be just. Oh, I mean, they were uh, just setting him up to be sacrificed. That's terrible. He's getting paid well to do it. He is, I but... Oof. It's crazy they're sitting to Sean, though. Like, how can you not... I'd be like, you play, or I'm fine your ass. That is, and that is wild. It's like, they have the choice of forcing him to play, and then if he doesn't want to play, they can fine him, and, and then he can like, go on exemplus, but they're just going to hold the roster. Like, they're just... It's just such a weird organization. It's, it's outrageous. It's outrageous the NFL hasn't done anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they do stuff without it being decided legally all the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it's not even like saying he did something or didn't or whatever. It's not fair to anyone in that situation to just let it hang. Yes. And they're all willing to put their foot in something. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, you know, when, when the Greg Hardy thing happened, they put him on that exempt list for 15 games or whatever it was. Like, yeah. And then we've seen Zeke get popped for a DUI and get on there for four or something games. So, yeah, like with yeah. just this out there, why not just do that just to save face for everybody? Like you said, it's it's bad all across whatever happened behind those closed doors or open doors or whatever. But yeah. it, It's kind of screwing everybody. I mean, nobody knows whether they can trade for him. Yep. They don't know what to do with him. And yep. it's like – just get it over with. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, you're exactly right. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we've got Caleb's bold prediction: Stafford MVP, Lurs. I know you said Burns defensive, but what would be a bold prediction on your stance? Um. See, I don't know what's a bold prediction. Uh, This is great uh, podcasting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bills. Bills win the Super Bowl. That's it. That's a good safe one for the past couple years. <laughs> yeah. I got it last year. Bills Bucks. I was just a little off. Yeah. So Duval. Back to back. Uh, okay. So... I, I guess, and I don't even know if this can happen, maybe most improved comeback player of the year, some type of shit. I think Jameis gets that mm. in New Orleans. Um, I don't necessarily know if that's bold because Odell was hurt last year, so he has the option to do it too. But I think Jameis is going to do really well. And I think he really may have one of his best seasons. Now, granted, it doesn't really speak much because when he was in Tampa Bay, he played like shit. And he had 30 <laughs> touchdowns and 30 picks in one season. Yeah. So, you know, that's not yeah. really saying much. Yeah. Um, so I would say that I say Jameis wins that. Um, I say this is bold, extremely bold. Um, DJ 
G.J. Moore gets the triple crown. Good Lord. Okay. Hey, that's what we're here for. I like a little. Yeah, that red wine's hitting tonight. I see. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> now, if he does, he does, if he does that, they'll have to extend him, and I'll have to come start coming to the games with the number two jersey on. Yeah, I haven't got it just because I need them to give him to pay him because I don't want to get this number two, and then they don't even let it. They let it at all from random shit. So yeah. I think he's gonna get paid just because I mean he's at least here for two more years. They pick up the rookie option, but yeah. I feel you though. I mean that's. Buying jerseys is one of them things. That's why I go to Goodwill and get mine now because they're cheaper and their players is already gone most of the time. So, man, I, I need to talk to you because man, you got some type of dude. I don't, I don't know what type of deal you want. Goodwill whisper, and I'd be like, "What the hell is this?" He'd be like, "I'd be like, man, I've never seen this a day in my life." Yeah, man, Goodwill special. I'm just like, man, something ain't right, man. I need to just pull up where you pull up at. Man. I don't ever see that shit. Hey, you just gotta know. You just gotta know when to hit it and go to them an insanely amount of. Embarrassing times. That's all I gotta say about how, it. How many how many Goodwills did you say you go to now? Is it six? I mean, um, not in not in a day or whatever. Well, but not in a day, but over the course it, of oh, a week. Over the course of a week, I mean, I'll hit one or two a day, depending on which way I'm going. If I'm picking up the kid from preschool or taking him somewhere or going to work or like you know going to work, there's two on the way to work. So if I'm going in, why not take 15 minutes to stop on in, check it out. And then there's one up there, you know, by university. It's a big swoop around. You can go near the mm-hmm. near that CC's Pizza. So you just never know. I mean, on top of the jerseys, it's always wild to just find other things that people, you know, discard that are, you know, uh, just useful. Like bobbleheads? Like, bobbleheads, yeah. The bo- yeah, the, all the Hornets bobbleheads that I've come across, the, you know, that are pretty funny. And the uh, what did I find the other? Oh, like you know those command stickies, right? That are like seven ninety nine for a pack of like four that hold fifteen pounds. There was a pack in an envelope of like twenty of them, not open for three bucks, and it would have been wow. like forty dollars in Walmart. And that's just so finding diapers for the kids that are unopened in a box that people just gave away. Kids go through diapers and they're only like four bucks instead of paying twenty five dollars. So. That's the that's the cool the stuff that I don't put out because it's like hey this is actually useful but the jerseys right. yeah those are always fun to, to come across and now I've got such an abundance if I buy a scraggly one like I put a cam jersey on my scarecrow outside for the fall time and then my statue okay. lion has a cam jersey on too because it was beat up from the goodwill and I was like hey this would be three dollars for a decoration I got a little a panther scarf to throw around the lion in front of the house when it comes cold you know just. All those fun little things that I wouldn't pay twenty four dollars for, but it was two ninety nine. You yeah. know, can't beat that. Can't. Uh, All right, Jeeves. What's your bowl? What's, yeah, Jeeves Let's what's hit Jeeves hit it, then I'll hit mine. Hit it. My my bold prediction is Chicago makes the playoffs oh, with Andy okay. Dalton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with yeah, Andy yeah, Dalton or Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Okay, Jeeves. You, okay, what week does Justin Fields see the field? You got to be a little bit more bolder because that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's who's he gonna be? Yeah. Yeah. That's, when that's, what and what week and what week does Justin Fields take the field, or is it Andy Dalton all the way through? It's a red rifle. <laughs> I would love to see Andy Dalton, but I gotta say Justin Fields sees it at You've seen ten years of, of Andy Dalton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he sees the field week three. Okay. Damn. 
Oh well, okay. I, I thought he might as well start week one. Yeah, week three. <laughs> that mean, actually I would love to start week one too. But I did, I did love that when everyone was like, "Don't start Justin Fields in week one because Aaron Darnold's there or whatever." It's like yeah. Miles Garrett's in week three. You know, Nadamika Sue's in week five. Like you can't hide the guy because of yeah. there's be, every NFL team, even the sucky ones, have great players. If you're worried about your star quarterback starting against somebody, he's not your star quarterback. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think Lance plays before Fields. Like, plays, plays. Because I know they might throw Lance in a couple plays. I think he starts before Fields. I think That'll what hurt good. Lance is this cut finger, right? Like, I really, I really think he would have started week one, but he somehow cut his finger, and they're like, oh, wait. Let's let Jimmy go out there and tear his ACL for the third time, and then we'll put Lance in because, I mean, come on. You can't trust Jimmy G to stay healthy. That's what I'm saying. I think Lance will be in as the permanent starter before Fields. So, like, I think Andy Dalton will get a little uh, – he'll be in there longer than – he'll probably cost Matt Nagy's job too. But I'll go – on my, my bold one is that the Seahawks – did they, they missed the playoffs last year, right? I think they missed the playoffs. Uh, no, I, I think they had a winning division. record, but they didn't make the playoffs. Whatever be. it was. Well, they, that's how they won the division last year. I was going to say, didn't they win the division? They did. They did? The Rams, remember, because the Rams didn't with golf, right? They yes. But the Rams beat them in the wild card round. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that it. was it. Yeah. That was it. So I'll say yeah. Seahawks yeah. missed the playoffs, and then they start slowly – blowing up that team and resetting where they're at with Russell Wilson already started last year with a couple of the trade requests, Chicago. I think with Fritterer down here, it could, they could start tapping his phone line. So mine would be Seahawks. Don't make the playoffs. They look just, they look above average sometimes, but most of the times they play below average, but Russell still does Russell things, which is play great. And then all of a sudden does some wild things. It caught him a Super Bowl, lost him another one, but yeah, and they start breaking that team up, who was the last kind of remaining team of those, what, like early 2010s, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, other than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's true. But, but shit, they, barely, they basically blew that team up a few years ago, so they just, they're going to completely blow it up now. If they, well, they, I mean, the last well, the last couple pieces are what? Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, right? Because everybody yeah. else is yeah, pretty much gone. Like so yeah. I would say, you know, if it goes down, you got to start reevaluating. Okay, what, where, where at is Russell Wilson's trade value the highest? And you know, where are you going to reset? And if you're sitting in a spot where you can take a cue or something like that, that's just my bold prediction. So, okay. All right, now we'll do before we get out of here. Panthers records predictions. Geez, we'll start with you this time. Seventeen games. Nine and eight is a winning record. I thought you were going to say 17 and no loss. Like, no, 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 no. I was just saying, I just had to remind myself. What's up, No, no. What? I say, I say seven wins. Okay. So that would put it at what? Seven, seven and ten. I mean, I also think that's that's not a far cry for us for what we have on the offense as the weapons. Um, the defense is stout, but I would go seven to ten. Are you writing these down, Jake, or no? 
No, 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 no. I was just oh, looking. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you were like No, I was counting. I was starting to count. I had I had the schedule here, so I was trying to do, you know, wins and losses here. I, I mean, Caleb said ten wins at the beginning, and I think right around that ten or eleven. I mean, Jets, Texans, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, two Falcons. The Patriots to me is a toss up. Yes. Washington. Yes. Uh, and toss-ups, too. Arizona and Miami. We've had Kyler Murray's number since he got in the league, weirdly enough. We're going to the Super Bowl. Miami's baby. still wild. Uh, Buffalo, yep. that's an L. Two L's against the, the Bucks. Saints, you can yep. go one and one. So I, uh, I think Falcons, you split two somehow. No, it's our time yeah. to take the birds down. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. That's true. Got a we, we do you take. We've got fly. the Eagles, the Falcons, the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean that's and that's that's Bird City. We played the Ravens in the preseason. Sniper, we'll play the Ravens in the. So I'll, I'll you know I'll go ten eleven wins right around in there. I'm optimistic, not as bad and pessimistic as I was last year. All right, Lurs. Eleven and six. All right. Shit. Damn. Right. I didn't even have to think about it. <laughs> Caleb. Well, yeah. Um. Well, hey, let me first say you guys like to give me a really hard time about my Tampa prediction last year, <laughs> but nobody gives me credit for calling five and eleven and hellish season. Nobody brings up that Terrace Marshall was my favorite pick of ours right after the draft. <laughs> <laughs> you guys only talk about the Tampa. So I will gladly pat myself on the back for those two. <laughs> we got to give Caleb his flowers. So yeah. Caleb. That's That's right. Right. Come on. I will also say that I really want to say like nine and eight feels really right, but I'm going to say 10 and seven and a wild card spot. All right. Lurs, why do you, why did you go 11 wins? Well, because I figured at least two people would go 10. And okay. originally that's what I thought. So I was like, I want to be different. And I was feeling optimistic. Yeah. After G went seven, it kind of, you know, picked me off. <laughs> I was like, this ain't the North Carolina Tar Heels football team. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, my Clemson sucked too. Yeah. We tried, we tried to come back, but we couldn't make it happen. Lurs, yeah. How You went to the game, right? Yeah, it was fine. I mean. That was, that's do? a tough game to watch, though. No touches. I mean, no TDs. Ugh. It was a, it was Does, a lot easier to watch with a few perniciouses going down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that. What yeah, are play great. Yeah. Is, but, is uh, DJ overrated? I mean, he's a sophomore. Okay. I just think, I think he's definitely overrated just because of how they compared him to Trevor. Yeah. No, I mean, no one's – I still – I'm optimistic. I mean, after week one, I don't think anyone looked very good other than Alabama. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think we're just with them. But I think by the end of the year, we could be. But I think the schedule. It's wild, though, how you go from, like, a team usually when they have a quarterback that good, the next guy up is usually highly touted too. But they can never really live up to, like, that guy's expectations, right? Like, yeah, other than Trevor. I mean, Trevor. That's true. Trevor did go after Deshaun. You're right. Okay, yeah. But it's very <laughs> rare to see that, no, like. You're right. Yeah. He's I mean, the only one. Yeah. It, I mean, normally all after it kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, so, we'll I mean, and also, DJ, like, it's crazy. He could go into Notre Dame and play so well. And then 
when he has some pressure on him fi- finally just kind of crumble. I mean, yeah. granted, I mean, Georgia's defense top notch. Yeah. And, but he, I mean, he looked, he had the scaries out there. Yeah. And I mean, I hate to say it, but. Well, like I mean, we talked he, about. He's the, do the pick. That's, that was the only touchdown and interception. Yeah. So. And that's it. When all the pressure's on him now, last year he could kind of play because he was like, hey, it don't really matter. I got, you know. Yeah. He was he was just playing with house money last year. Now he's playing with the full money, sitting at the Sopranos card table, making sure he's got to pay he's his debts. Playing with, he's playing with a lot of money. He's getting paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Duval, your record pick. Um, we're all kind of right around the same area. I'm I'm gonna say nine and eight. So I'm gonna say a winning record. I don't think nine and eight gets us in the playoffs, but it definitely gives us in a position where we're straddling, we're seeing progression. Um, I think it's gonna be one of those things where, like, like say for instance, like last year, some of those games where we lost, what I think Caleb said was like we lost one of eight by seven points or less. I think we're gonna win a few of those this year. We're still not going to win as many as we should, but I think that's just going to come with time. So I think it'll be nine and eight. Um, you know, we could, we, but, but then at the same time, we still we could go ten and seven. We could do that, but I'm I'm sold on nine and eight. I think in our division we'll split. I think we'll split with Atlanta, New Orleans. Maybe we'll split with them as well, and Tampa Bay will beat our ass. And then there'll be some couple of teams that we were supposed to beat that we don't beat. So, and teams that we don't think we're going to beat, we beat. So, um, that's where I look at it. So, 9 and 8. Do – I hate that we're at no 500s now, right? Like, every coach who's going to finish 9 and 8 three years in a row is going to be like, hey, we never – we never uh, – we're, we're under 500 kind of thing. So, how long do we think this offseason – or in two years they make it and they add one more game to go back, so then it's nine and nine, ten and ten, or or whatever the eighteen game schedule will be. So, does anybody think uh, that'll happen, or how? What, don't, you don't think so? I, not for not for a while. I don't think uh, so. Yeah. I think they had to fight enough to get one game. So when it when it means I, I think when it means too much money, then yeah. they will. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean, money will talk, but I think college expands before something like that. Happens. Okay. Okay. And the last one, does Santa Natoso make it through the whole season? I don't know. They they saved the guy on the practice squad we got, the kicker, too. So I'm, I think they're like, all right, you fuck up this one game, we're cutting you, so we keep our pick. Which I'm kind of, I guess, I don't know. I mean, bottom line is, to me, if you miss, fuck them. Until we find one that's consistent. <laughs> I mean, it's tough. Like, if he misses his first kick and then comes back and hits a game winner, yeah, fine with it. I just want to see some yeah. consistency. So until they better keep looking at him until they find one. I'll yeah. tell you that yeah. one. And we really like, haven't had consistency since, like, the first couple of years of the note. Because after yeah. they paid him, like, he kind of was like, fuck it. Yeah, I'll make it or I'll miss it. Yeah. It's crazy. And then yeah. they, they look here and do great things. So Joey Sly will probably hit the game winning field goal versus us in Thursday. Oh, oh there's your bold prediction. All pro now. Bold he prediction. All pro in New York. But With Deshaun yeah. on the sidelines, sitting there like, man, I can bend y'all's four. Well, hey, hey, we have to see him in another number other than four since Deshaun's wearing four. Ah, uh, that is true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Is he on the roster, Caleb, all season? I- yeah, I think so. I mean, what are your other options? You're going to bring in somebody else that's an unknown. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, but if he misses a bunch, I hope they do do that. But yeah. it's just like, 
wouldn't it be nice not to have to worry about this and have Bucker right now? I mean, <laughs> talk about Ernie. Yeah. But I guess another conversation. Duvall, <laughs> is he on the roster, yes or no? Yes. I'll say yes. Yes. I'll say yes. Too, All yeah. right. I'm, I'm, I'm a yes as well. All right. So, Lurz is a maybe, but don't think so. I, no, I think he will be. Yeah. I just think they are. Shorter leash? I, I, well, I think if he misses a kick in the first game, he might get done. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think he will. It will be interesting like to see how it plays off because he could go a whole game without kicking any field goals, but he kicks just extra points. And it's just like you said, it, it could be a couple weeks before we see him, but I, I don't know. Hey, yeah. I, hey, he makes extra points. That's something Joey Sly doesn't do. That's kind of like music. Yeah. <laughs> are we gonna do? Uh, are we gonna do Super Bowl predictions? Here? Yeah. Here we go. You can go ahead and start us off. Oh, he's ready. Oh shit. <laughs> I'll go Rams over the Bills. Okay. Well, so I already Matt said getting MVP. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm throwing yeah, the I mean, I'm throwing the Bucks in there again because I'm not voting against Brady until the man is dead or out the league for real. So I'm saying Tom Brady. So the Bucks, which I'd hate to see, but against let's throw a wild card in there. Uh, I don't want to say the Chiefs again, but. I just looked up and saw my junior say. I looked up and saw my junior Seau card over here. So the Chargers just to just get wild oh, wow. and crazy, just so wild, wild and crazy. Yeah, I think that could happen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's pretty good. All right, Duval. Uh, I I think from the AFC Buffalo, um, and. From the NFC, I, I I don't I'm not saying Tampa Bay because no I'm I'm not doing it even though that, I'm being bold man this is the bold bold Super Bowl prediction so I'm gonna say Buffalo and Arizona oh wow hey, it's okay Calimera, yeah, yeah. Tampa's not making the playoffs this year. So <laughs> Look at him. Doubling down. Doubling down. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lurs. All right. So, I'll, I'll, well, I already said the Bills. So, I, I mean, here, I'll give one. We'll go Bills-Packers then. Rogers. Ooh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Rogers, Rogers beats Tampa and ends up re-signing in Green Bay. Ooh, okay, okay. And, and, and yeah, they win the Super Bowl. All right, yeah, Green Bay's definitely up there for me as well because I mean, it's not Brady threw three picks in that game. They had yeah, the chance. The, the yeah, Packers had the chance, you know, to yeah. to make that happen. So, Bill, uh, Bills Packers Super Bowl. All I right. I think if Green Bay wins it all, Rodgers retires Ooh. and goes straight to Jeopardy. Yep, I think he gives them the <laughs> and says enjoy, no, Packer fans. I, I, I think I think he'll I think he'll leave and go somewhere else and try and do some Brady shit and try to win somewhere else. Peyton Manning, Brady, yeah, winning yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, I don't know though. Yeah, I, I'm with Caleb. He he kind of seemed half in, half out this off season. So I, it wouldn't surprise me if he if he did win it and he was just like, you know what, right uh, off in the sunset. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all. I think it was all a charade. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think it's the I think it's the I think it's the Packers. He's just like fuck this shit, and I think he can mess around and leave 
and go back home. I, I don't know if it'll, it won't be the Rams, but it might be like Vegas. He might go play for the Raiders or something like that. Yeah. Or the Panthers. It, it's, yeah, the yeah, Panthers is that. I've, I've been saying that for months. The Panthers are able to pluck him right in. What would be wild, though, is to is that it is wild that literally this same thing happened with the Brett Favre. Like, it just it blows yeah. my mind that, like, yeah. we saw this happen when we were kids, like, young college kids or, or end of high school or whatever it was, where Brett Favre did this same thing and they took Aaron Rodgers or what. Yeah, because that was the Thomas Davis draft. That was the draft. Adam and I made a dollar bet. Adam said if Aaron Rodgers slides to the Panthers, they would take him in the first round. And I said, there's no way John Fox and Marty Herney are taking him in the first round. And he slid. I wish they would have. I wish I would have had to pay Adam a dollar. We would have had a Super Bowl. But, <laughs> I mean, it's crazy smart. how it's the same thing happening again. Smart organizations think ahead. Something we've never done. But you know what? <laughs> if you if you listen to Packers fans, they wish they wouldn't have taken Jordan Love. They wish they would have taken an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman Just or a wide receiver. Team. So, it's you wild. You know why? Because <laughs> – because they are spoiled little brats that have never known a quarterback <laughs> kind of person. That is why. They don't know what it's like to be searching for quarterbacks for years and years. That's years. fair. That's fair. Yeah. Tough. It's a tough life. It's a hard knock life. It is. You know, hard knock life. All right, Jeeves. Your Super Bowl picks. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh Rogers for the NFC or uh, NFC. Um Will Rogers be on the Packers? <laughs> no, I, I'm like I'm like Caleb. If he if he goes if he goes to the Super Bowls and wins, he's retiring. Or he's going to go somewhere else. Um, I don't want to say Bills because Adam said the Bills. Uh, I'll stay in that same division and say uh, say the oh. Patriots. Oh wow. Oh, oh shit! Oh, Jeez. oh, okay. Mac Jones. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. Oh shit! Mac Jones. <laughs> I think Mac Jones. Gonna be that should have just been your bold prediction from the jump that Mac Jones is gonna make to the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, yeah, that yeah, was, I could have said that too. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anybody? Uh, before we sign off, final thoughts? Nope. No. No. Excited. I know everyone is finally in the Pick'em League, so that's good. And if you haven't joined the Pick'em Lead, you've got a couple more days. Yahoo, Pick'em, NFL, Group ID, 1811, Passwords, Beards with an uppercase B. Right now there's 42 entries. We will any, see if any, any runners. Any runners like the uh, NCAA tournament that one year snuck in and tried to throw in a bunch of entries? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen any of those yet. It looks like everyone's still the same. I did decide to do the uh, – all favorites and all underdogs again, just to see how those always shake out with you know against the, everybody else doing it. But mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking we probably should get close to fifty. The the kid who won it what once or whatever hasn't joined yet. We'll see if he joins Good. his Good. pops. Keep but, his ass out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> keep that kid out. Yeah, keep that kid out. <laughs> so if you join, make sure you set a reminder for yourself to make the picks because you will forget. Try to do them every Thursday or Wednesday or whatever it may be. And, of course, also our survivors up and running. I think everybody here, but Caleb's played that. Caleb, if you want to play, Lurs and his sweet thing played. Start September 22nd, get your pick in, and we're going to have like 60-plus this year in Survivor. So 
Growing that game from only four people to now like 60 plus, I think it's pretty cool that's, just having that's that. That's crazy. So, you know, if you want the rules, I'll email them to you. You just pick six people you think will win and a first out. I do all the math for you, and then we all just talk trash throughout the season. So, all right. If no one's got any final thoughts or final things, we'll send it out. Uh, Duval, man. We'll catch everybody next week as well on Tuesday to talk about our thoughts on week one to see if we want to make any adjustments or changes to any picks and all that good <laughs> stuff. And hopefully it's a it's a victory podcast on a Tuesday and not a loss. If it's a loss, though, I know we'll have some highly upset people. So Yeah. <laughs> all right, Duvall, how do we send it out? Peace. <laughs>